Welcome to another episode of Ryan's Method Passive Income Podcast. Here's your host, Ryan Hogue. What's up, guys? Today, we're going back to the future. The future of print on demand. And no, I don't know how we're going back to the future unless you've got the DeLorean and somehow we're going to make that work. Otherwise, I'm just going to do what I can to project the future of print on demand since according to Google, there's a lot of people searching for the future of print on demand. And why not go down that rabbit hole? I wrote down some ideas and I will walk you through why I think each one of them may have some validity to them. So let's get started. Real quick, I just wanted to remind you guys, take advantage of the free weekly print-on-demand giveaway. This week's a special one. It's giveaway number 50. So in addition to the winners receiving a license to Merch Titans Upload Automation, Merch Ninja Research Tools, All Sunsets, Premium Graphics, and Bubble Scout, you're also going to get an enrollment into any of my courses. So make sure you take advantage. It's completely free. It takes like 10 seconds to enter. All right, welcome to the future of print-on-demand. The first thing that I saw in my crystal ball when I was trying to figure out what it's going to look like, what the landscape's going to look like in the future was that I think it's going to absorb retail sales. This is the first thing that popped up into my mind because guys, like, do you not find yourself online shopping more than you maybe used to? I, I find myself online shopping for almost everything. If for no other reason than just the convenience. I mean, I live in Northern Virginia where the traffic here is like, I don't even know what to call it. You can't go five minutes away without checking Google Maps because that's how bad it might be. It may take you an hour to get there. So uh, the first thing I'm going to say is absorbing more retail sales. And this is absolutely a good thing for the sellers because I know you guys might have thought the first thing I was going to say was uh, more saturation, right? Too many sellers. Well, there's going to be more sellers most likely, but as long as the pie gets bigger, Who cares, right? The pie grows with the number of sellers. I think the pie will probably grow faster than the number of sellers. Because if we're being honest, guys, like it's like everybody wears clothing, right? So we all shop for clothing. Now, what's the flip side of that looking at this at it from a seller perspective? Well, number one, you have to like even think to sell apparel and in this case, print on demand. And number two, you have to kind of know how to do it successfully. And, and, and those are two barriers as opposed to the flip side, which is, well, everybody's buying it because we all wear clothes anyways. So I, I would, in my mind, uh, guess that the pie will get bigger and outpace the number of sellers increasing. So at a disproportionate ratio, the sales will increase because I just don't see people going to retail stores as much. Like I, I feel like that will keep getting chipped away at in favor of online shopping, um, especially as you know, services like Amazon and whatnot make it so easy to return the products you don't like. You know, it's, it's almost not even an inconvenience anymore. So if you want to order something, try it on and send it back, it, it, it's not that big of a deal. And that's the biggest edge that I think uh, retail stores really have. So absorbing more retail sales. Next, centralization. This to me almost just feels like an inevitability in any industry that continues to grow and get bigger. And I feel like the bigger and bigger, um, industries get like the more of a target they become for what do we call them? The capitalists, you know, the people with big bucks that want to enter an industry. And regardless of if they even understand it, they want to throw money at it. They want to consolidate a bunch of companies and, uh, make some conglomerate that they can profit off of. 
you know, there's strength in numbers. And I, I mean, I don't know about you guys, but I've seen more and more of this happening, not with regards to like print on demand, but just with regards to like businesses in America. It seems like antitrust is not a thing anymore and no company's too large to merge with another extremely large company, which by the way, less competition tends to be um, not that great for the consumers, right? Because they don't have to worry so much about the consumer leaving. It's like, it's like, are you going to get Comcast or Verizon for internet, right? <laughs> like, it, they don't really care. They know that the customers ping pong between, and either way, it, it doesn't really matter for them. Just, just one example. I'm saying that after uh, not having internet for the last like day, so that was not fun. But I really do see, I foresee centralization. And when I say centralization, by the way, I mean this with regards to like the print-on-demand companies, the production partners, more or less. Uh, and some of the marketplace slash production partners as well. Like I still think print on demand on Amazon, like Amazon's going to be Amazon, right? What I'm saying is, well, who fulfills the orders that we that we make on Amazon? Well, the Printfuls and Printifies and uh, Gutens and whoever else. Like it wouldn't surprise me to see maybe a large acquisition. Maybe, uh, I, I don't know. I'd just be guessing. But um, we're, we're aware that like, Printify, for instance, farms the work out. They're almost like a middleman that sends the work to various different printers. Well, what if maybe Printful starts buying out some of those printers that Printify is using? Wouldn't that make a little bit of sense? Like, I'm just throwing this out there. I don't have any real insights into whether or not this is feasible or realistic. But to me, it would make sense. Like, as Printful grows, you know, like, I don't know if you guys noticed, but in the footer of their website, you see that how many products they've fulfilled on behalf of people like you and I, the sellers, and it's over 30 million and it's growing at like a really fast pace. So this is something to keep an eye on. I remember when it was in the single digits. And um, yeah, like as they grow, what if the growth outpaces their ability to expand their physical infrastructure? Well, it would make sense to acquire somebody that's already got everything set up, you know, and then they just kind of implement their software system, which um, really I think is second to none. So I, I foresee more centralization because I foresee, like I said, uh, kind of the pie getting bigger. And, you know, as revenues increase, it becomes a bigger target for the uh, entrepreneurial minded, whatever you want to call it, the people that come in and say, we're going to disrupt this industry and uh, buy out a bunch of companies and merge them. And I've even seen on a smaller scale, some people, some venture capitalists, is that what I was thinking of? Uh, tell, basically talk to me about, and I've jumped on a call and uh, talk to me about like what companies should we buy in the print on demand space kind of an interesting call um, i'm not going to say much more than that because i don't know if i'm supposed to but all right systems oriented as the third thing that i foresee in the future yes print on demand will become more systems oriented part of why i think people watch my youtube videos or join join my courses it's because there are a lot of moving parts like we can be pretty simplistic in our approach to print on demand, but we can also go the other route and uh, kind of complicate things. And that's not necessarily a bad thing. Um, there's a lot of options. And when I say systems oriented, I kind of foresee this going hand in hand with centralization. Like for instance, I, I know of somebody working on a massive project in the print on demand space that is almost like going to become the, the Shopify style hub where Shopify became the and I, I, I mean, Shopify has competitors, but they, they really stand to cut above all of their competition as far as I want to sell something online. I want to sell something on my own website. I want to make an e-commerce website. I don't want to learn to code. How can I get this done? Make it look half decent, make it work and have the back end systems in place to assist me with things like fulfillment or posting new products or buying shipping labels. 
managing inventory, you know, all those things, right? So I know of at least one company that's working on a uh, what, what will just end up being huge, a massive game changer. Uh, it's taking a long time, but it's, I mean, the, the scope of what they're trying to accomplish keeps expanding. And it's, it's really like a systems-oriented approach to print-on-demand where you'll go through them, like imagine if they're Shopify, right, of, of print-on-demand. You'll go into their ecosystem and you'll have basically everything you need from designing to a place to store all of your stuff in the cloud. Uh, I mean, it's really just a database, right, I guess. Um, to all of the SEO, you know, the titles, the brand, the description, the bullets, plus generator tools to assist you in creating those based on what's out there, you know, um, all those sort of little things, right? Upload automation, whatever else I'm missing, niche research tools, all in one place, all in one system. Uh, and since I already know somebody's working on it, I guess it's not that much of a guess as far as I think it's almost an inevitability. And, you know, it would have been an inevitability either way because, again, as the pie grows, it attracts uh, people that want to go in there and make apps, you know, and and provide the services that will assist the sellers in selling more. Therefore, you can charge for the service. The sellers who know this will benefit their business happily pay and everybody wins, right? <laughs> so systems oriented. I, I foresee that being a part of the future of print on demand. The next one I foresee is better algorithms. And I mean this with regards to both the search algorithms that assist customers in finding our products, I also mean this, and this is what really I meant as the the lead for me, uh, leading reason for me including this, is IP infringement, intellectual property infringement. I think algorithms are going to get better at policing uh, submissions to catalogs of e-commerce marketplaces for print-on-demand at scale, right? Because they can't afford to hire full-time staffs that sit there all day um, using their judgment, by the way, which, I mean, humans are prone to error in the first place, so that wouldn't even really be a viable solution. Not that the algorithms aren't prone to error, but with things like image recognition, I think that's going to be the biggest part of it that are able to recognize that you just ripped off the Dallas Cowboys logo, (laughs) you know what I mean, when you uploaded it to a hat or something, and they just immediately reject it and kick you off the platform forever. You know, I foresee better algorithms with regards to that and whether we know it or not i mean these these image and and video algorithms are getting better behind the scenes um i I wish i had written down where i first saw it but like i saw man there was an excerpt from somewhere on a youtube video i watch youtube like all day um but this was before i was smart and i took notes that uh i do remember now but anyways that like basically the youtube ai right now like watches our videos frame by frame and like you can pause each frame like there's a location you can go in your web browser right now plug in a youtube video url and it'll tell you frame by frame what it sees in that frame and this is happening throughout the video by the way it'll tell you what it sees in that frame with like a a relative percent of certainty like it actually assigns a percentage so it'll say like store 50 percent parking lot 75 percent parking spot 25 percent because it was cut off like it's crazy the, and that, I mean, that's Google's proprietary stuff, but um, who knows? Maybe they'll license it out to other um, opportunities to use it. Like, for instance, policing submissions to Merch by Amazon or <laughs> Redbubble or wherever else, right? All right, and uh, we're almost done, but the next thing I was thinking of was like more products, right? That's not a, that's not a bold prediction at all, but like I foresee print-on-demand expanding to include 
more products. Now, have you guys ever heard of like Nike? I think they call it like Real ID. Is that the wrong thing to call it? Or Nike ID, whatever it is, where you can like go in and customize your Nike shoes, but you're playing within the parameters that they define. Like the one portion of the shoe can only be a color that they have made available. Well, doesn't it make sense that since we already know print on demand shoes are possible, that a company like Adidas or Nike or Champion or whoever, Reebok, would open the door to allowing print on demand sellers to maybe sell some of their shoes, maybe not through a vendor, like a third party vendor, but maybe directly through Nike, right? Because at the end of the day, they're increasing their sales, right? I, I can't imagine a reason why they wouldn't do that. And this is just a shoe example. That's one that popped into my mind too, because I feel like brand loyalty is also eroding. It's just an observation. I actually, I, somebody said that a couple years ago, back before I agreed with it, but now ever since hearing it, I really do feel like it's a thing. It was uh, Scott Galloway of um, L2 Finance, I think, on YouTube. Really smart guy, and really great at predicting the future with more regards to finance and stocks like that, um, stuff like that. But anyways, I think there also products that we didn't even think possible will all of a sudden show up in the print on demand or customize on demand realm, whatever you want to call it. Because I'm sure some products won't won't be like printed, but um, it's, I'm gonna I'm excited to see what what comes of that. All right, last but not least, guys, you already know more money. We talked about the pie is gonna get bigger. There is more money available for us sellers to make. And you already know the game plan. Just don't give up. Keep chipping away day by day. Um, focus on refining your processes. If it's your upload process, if it's your research process, your design process, whatever it is, whatever's creating a barrier to you operating as efficiently as possible, be conscious of it and work at improving it. Through each iteration, try to be a little bit better and you will steadily increase your passive recurring print-on-demand income, guys. All right, thank you for watching. Before you leave, just wanted to remind you, I wrote an eight-day print-on-demand mini course. You can find a link in the description. I've also got a print-on-demand Facebook group. If you guys want to take advantage of that, that would be awesome. There's a link in the description. And while you're down there, I wrote a full print-on-demand course showing you how I make six-figure print-on-demand sales every single year. You can find out more using that link. All right, guys, thank you so much for watching. Make sure you like and subscribe, and I will see you tomorrow. Mm -hmm.